0: Sal picked this song today. Great choice. Paul played it. I thought it was was a good one. I want to wish Sal a very happy birthday. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. What's up, everyone? We are live on Real Estate. I am your host, Paul Apostolakis. We got our co host, Sal. Good morning. Who's Mono? How are you, buddy? Great. Special guest in the house is it Monica?
1: Yeah, it's Monica. It's, it's not
0: Monica or Mon- <laughs> well, My uh,
1: grandma calls uh, me Monica. Oh
0: really? <laughs> she does? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Monica Iskra, uh, real estate from Keller Williams, Plymouth. Um, we'll talk to her a little bit about some topics. You got some great headlines. Uh, first and foremost, again, I do want
2: to wish you a happy birthday, Sal. You are it was, it was yesterday. You are yeah you, you are, yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> you are a getting late. yeah. You're getting old. Yeah. It's uh, you know thirty looms.
0: Yeah, you're twenty nine years old. Crazy. Yeah. To be 29 again, uh, so we got some great headlines. First and foremost, a memory for you, man. <laughs> oh, shut up, I, I, you know that's a little <laughs> early in the show to be getting after me right now. So basically, uh, Monica, obviously you've been in the business t- since 2010. You're going to talk to us a little bit about why uh, this is your favorite time of year for your buyers to be looking at homes, and also um, buying versus renting. Why buying makes sense over renting a home, and I, I think that's a very poignant in our in our uh, in today's world, a lot of millennials are, are kind of debating that, right? Um, some headlines. We're going to talk about the tax plan. That should be fun. Uh, we're going to talk about Loan Depot. Uh, they're partnering with a company called OfferPad. And we'll talk a little bit about that. And we're going to do a little fact or fiction. First time we're playing a game on the show. And Monica, you are the contestant. How's that feel? Oh,
1: I can't wait. Yeah,
0: it's going to be fun. Fact so, or fiction? Uh, yeah, fact or fiction? That's I what like we're doing. that. Yeah.
1: yeah. Thanks for the heads up, guys. Yeah, I just, I, yeah, I just, I
0: just threw that in there last night. I was just like, "What are we gonna do?" Not many headlines, so that's what we got. Uh, so, uh, Monica, give us some. Uh, tell us a little bit about your background.
1: Well, um, I started the best time in real estate, you know, back in like two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Congratulations, time. that you was know, great. Yeah, when the market started <laughs> to crash. Yeah. So, um, I've seen it all. I've I processed tons of short sales, so that's how I kind of gained. All my experience and knowledge. Um, I actually worked um, in the mortgage industry for a minute, which even um, taught me a lot more about the process and you know how to efficiently get things to the closing table. Right. So I've been uh, you know selling actively for like the last four years now, and I've seen the market change quite a bit. Um, you know, going from an ultimate low to an ultimate you know rising of values. Uh, and how it's such a great time to buy and even sell right now to get things you know upgraded in your life. If you want a bigger home, you want to take things to the next level, you know the inventory's there interest rates are still great too
0: yeah, it's a lot has changed since two thousand and eight when we uh kind of lived through the uh the chaos if you would i mean
2: you, you probably- you survived on short sales. think about that, yeah, yeah. they
1: should have been called long sales yeah. Well, yeah. Not very <laughs> short. I mean
2: good. yeah, that to me that's crazy. I was not in the business at that time um and Now, when I get a short sale, it's like, uh, you know, I roll my eyes. It's like a three month, four month process at a minimum, usually. And uh, I can't imagine if that was every deal. So, kudos. Yeah, congratulations. (laughs) So, uh,
0: Monica, I know that you've got some topics that you wanted to talk about. Let's talk about first the buying versus renting, right? Um, The reality is that a lot of people kind of struggle with this right now. It doesn't make sense for me to buy. Um, Obviously, rents are going up, they're not going down. So, in your opinion, how do you kind of, you know, make the call for, you know, help someone kind of come to the conclusion whether they should buy or rent? What do you, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, I mean, I really feel rent is on the rise and it's at an ultimate high. I mean, you're you're paying for a decent apartment, at least a thousand dollars. Yeah. Um, and why keep building equity for somebody else? You know, you're you're not owning anything. Right. You know, you're spending top dollar, and you're not getting the nicest home. I mean, landlords are not putting in the nicest appliances, cabinets. They're not doing any any sort of upgrades to the house. It's very bare minimum. Um, and if
0: you want to upgrade, you're doing that somebody else's. Right, to, right? And, you're not, you and
1: you're not getting reimbursed. They, no. they, they do not care to put hardwood floors in, you know, no. living room. Or I've
0: heard so many times someone tell me, hey, I, I'm renting, but I'm going to redo the floors. Really? Why? You're, you're going to do somebody else's floors exactly. for them? It's kind of crazy.
1: Um, and, you know, another thing is you, you can't customize anything. You can't redo the floors. You can't paint. No. You can't really make your home feel like a home. Right. Until you own it, it's it's not really your house. Right.
2: And you have to deal with a landlord, yep. you know, who tells you what you can and cannot do. It's like, it's almost like, well, if you're going to rent, you might as well rent at home with your parents, you know, yep. if, and deal with that and at least, you know, have a deal on that. I mean... It's funny when you look at what you can get for that $1,000 a month that you're saying for a decent apartment. Yeah. That you will know, afford you $150,000 home.
1: Yeah, and I think people have like a lot of fear, thinking I can't afford to buy a house, I can't do this. But, I mean, there's so many different loan programs where you can put 1% down. You do not have to put 10 or 20% down. You, right. know, you can get concessions to alleviate some of the closing costs. So yeah, talk to a lender, talk to you guys, and you know, it, it is an option. It is feasible. And if you can't qualify now, maybe in six months, get a plan
2: going. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've been renting my whole adult life, I should say. And uh, with that being said, it's like every time you switch from one to the other, unless you're living with like a family member or or something of that sort, you have to come up with one and a half month security deposit and one month rent up front.
1: Yeah, on top of um, a lot of them have a non-refundable cleaning fee. You have to pay for an application, um, a pet fee. Some landlords won't even allow you to have a dog or a right. cat. So I mean, there's so many
2: restrictions. Yeah, I mean, that could be five, $6,000 up front that you put as a security deposit. You might as well put that security deposit into the equity in the form of a down payment on a home you own and walk away with more when you're done. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I mean, the best way, in my opinion, to build wealth is to buy a home. Because you're building equity, you're putting money away in your own piggy bank, and if you sell the house, you should be able to get that money Back out eventually, right? And move on to a bigger and better house. So, and if not, we got a short sale specialist.
1: Yeah, well, I'm here yeah. for you. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I yeah. Hope that never happens yeah. again.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, I agree with you. I mean, if you can figure out a way to buy a house, and with a lot of programs that we have sell, I mean, 1% down, 3% down, concessions, you can get into the house for maybe the, about the same amount of money that you
2: would trying to rent a place. Yeah. And it's, like, if you're not, you're comparing apples to oranges when you're looking at the payments, because what you're getting out of the other is, is much more down the road for you.
1: Yeah, and if your credit's bad, you can fix it. I mean, it takes time, right? but you can fix it. Yeah. You know, there is hope. There yeah. are,
2: we do loans all the time for people who had a short sale or foreclosure three or four years ago, you know? Uh, it doesn't take, like you said, I mean, three, four years, you can build your credit from the complete bottom, right? You let a home go, all the way up to the mid-700s.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, obviously, if you guys have any questions about that, reach out to Monica. We'll give you Monica's information at the end of the show. Um, tell us a little bit about why, Monica, this is your favorite time of year. This
1: is really my favorite time of the year to work with buyers. Um, the, the last two or three years, the spring summer market have been crazy. And I mean, it's it's a fact. You have more competition in the spring versus the summer. Yeah, um, People are afraid to move when it's cold. I mean, you're going to get a better deal in the winter. There may be a little bit less inventory, but there is way less buyers. Um, and the sellers are motivated. If a home's sitting like right now, honestly, for two weeks, three weeks on the market, it's overpriced. People that list their house in the fall, in the winter, they need to move. Right. They're motivated. Right. And the longer a listing sits, the more of an opportunity you have to get. Um, a better price on it more terms um, and come the spring market you are in multiple offer situations you are doing highest and best Yeah, you're doing appraisal guarantees. That's when you agreed to bring money out of pocket To above pay over, and beyond uh, the above yeah. and Beyond
2: right you yeah, I, I think that like uh, that Thanksgiving Period is is probably the best time to buy because a lot of people are looking to close before the end of the year they are. You know, so It's kind of like, a hey, no matter what, even if the appraisal was to come in low, we're going to figure this out. It's an overriding theme. Everybody that we've had in here, uh,
0: agent-wise, has said the same thing. This is a good time to buy. And uh, a lot of people out there that may be thinking about waiting for the spring, um, I think you're just hearing consistently from professionals in the industry that they're there really is no better time to to buy than right now because you are getting some mm-hmm. leverage where you're probably not going to get that in the spring and summer months. You just won't.
1: Yeah, don't be scared of snow.
0: Don't be scared. Don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just
2: snow, yeah. right? Fire get out movers. there. Yeah. <laughs> put on some boots. You'll be all right. Right. Yeah, I mean, in, unless you do not actually have the ability to, at this current moment, I don't know why waiting for to do anything is. You know, if there's a good reason to do so.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that's a good. I don't. Yeah, that was good. I like that. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Um, we're going to go into headlines. I'm just going to go right into it. the tax plan that just got passed. It's kind of crazy how it got passed. I mean, it kind of got shoved down uh, the throat of uh, of the people voting for it. I think it was the Senate or how. I don't know what that, how that works. Do you guys know? No, but keep going. Okay. So uh, it, it's... In my opinion, and I, I'm not being political in any way, but this is an absolutely horrendous thing for the housing market in a lot of ways. And I'm going to give you some bullet points, guys, and and you let me know what you guys think about it. Um, it lowers the deduction on interest um, from the from the one million down, down to the five hundred thousand for the, for your loan, but it's only for people that for new buyers. So if you let's say you you live in a house today your deduction stays the same, right? So I live in a house today. I've got a $700,000 mortgage on a million-dollar house. If I move into another $700,000 house, I don't get to deduct the interest above $500,000. Now, that's going to deter people from moving. They're going to just sit in their house I mean, like, why would I forego that tax deduction? That's going to discourage people from moving a little bit, I think. Um, your capital gains, that's gone up uh, You know, from uh, two years to five years. So you have to live in your home five out of eight years to get a tax, uh, to, to forego the capital gains. Kind of crazy. Property taxes. Anything over 10K is not tax deductible anymore. Another negative. Uh, also, second homes. Uh, up until now, the interest on those were tax deductible, not tax deductible. So these are just a few of the points that I, I kind of put together. I mean, from what I'm looking at, and, and Sal, you, you, maybe you could correct me,
2: but that doesn't look good. Yeah, I think it depends who you are. What
0: right? do you mean? It
2: doesn't look good for anybody. I don't necessarily know about that. I mean, this is just the part of the tax plan that relates to real estate. I mean, there's a, it's a whole huge plan, right? So with that being said, there might be some advantages. Otherwise, where you make up that up, I haven't looked into it enough. But initially... I'm, I'm,
0: I'm specifically talking about the housing market. Right. Yeah. For, for the housing market, it's horrendous, in my opinion.
2: Well, I... I, I think the uh you know, five out of eight years thing definitely is um I don't know how many uh people, right, are gonna be looking and it says lowers deduction on interest only for new buyers. So you mean not like first time home buyers, people moving from home to home. No, right? if you bought if you yeah. bu- if you close so, by two
0: thousand seventeen, you're
2: exempt. Right. So again, you know, a five hundred thousand dollar mortgage is is kinda like not the majority of yeah, people. Yeah, it's not the average. So,
1: but I mean, it, this is ouch when you when you actually yeah, break it down. Um, for sure. You know, the capital gains now to eight years and then you know five not years. Through, five. Sorry, yeah, five years. I From don't the mean. accountants
2: I've talked to, there's other advantages to the plan that will help offset some things, but not necessarily uh, all positives. That's for sure. And not that I'm like all no propo- negatives. There's no, no positive. Just, just what relates to to real estate, which You're obviously eight. is relevant to us. But I. I like we talked about before, I don't think you're not going to move because of your mortgage interest. You yeah, move I mean, because you of a life move, event, you, you know. Move, okay. I get,
0: I get that. I, I totally get that. I mean, realistically, will people? The market still move on. The market is very resilient. We're not going to have yeah. a crash because of this stuff. But it I is
2: just, it's not positive stuff. But what. What is positive is that this isn't permanent. So how is
0: it not permanent? What do you mean? Is there like a timeline
2: on this, or does it's got expiration date? Well, we just date? changed the previous tax plan. You know how hard us.
0: it is to change a tax plan.
2: Uh, apparently, they shoved it down the throat, and it wasn't that hard. So I don't know. I don't know, man. Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it depends who's <laughs> in office and and the regime. I don't but, know, man. I, I just I do not like this yeah. at all
0: for our our industry. I mean, we're okay, but if you if you're in New York, your taxes are over ten thousand dollars. Everybody's taxes yeah. is. Yeah, uh, your homes are over. Five hundred thousand dollars in New York, California, For sure. right? Yeah,
1: the average price point is much higher.
0: Much higher, right? Much, You're much talking higher. much higher.
2: So yeah. there are markets. This is really going to affect people pretty bad. Yeah, not mm-hmm. in Michigan
1: as much, but definitely California, and New York. A hundred percent, right? Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. We'll see. I think, uh, you know, the at the end of the day, you can't really do anything about it. So get a good CPA. Yeah. And uh, do what you can to <laughs> mitigate any losses. And you really can't do anything about it. Yeah. Just That's plan. A reality. Just plan
0: ahead. Yep. I mean, it's
2: just it's just crazy. I mean, for, so if anybody has
0: any questions, obviously reach out to Sal. He's a tax so, yeah uh, expert apparently. Sure. So, uh, <laughs> uh, all right, we'll go into the <laughs> Loan Depot story. So, Loan Depot is partnering with OfferPad to create a bundled real estate experience. OfferPad is a another tech company that basically will buy your house from you um, quickly. It's, you, they don't market it they, they' they just say we're gonna give you X amount of dollars we're going to buy your home and then they go ahead and sell it uh, and they make some money on the spread uh, loan Depot is partnering with them to basically do the mortgage side of that uh, transaction another kind of tech company they've, they've raised quite a bit of money there's a they're, they're, it's comparable to open door does the same thing basically they're, they're trying to create a marketplace for homes almost like uh I don't know like uh, you know what's that car auto trader or something along those lines where you just sell your car to the to the entity and then they turn around and sell it again so I don't know how I feel about I don't think that does anybody a, a service I don't think being forced to use loan Depot in that transaction makes sense I don't think it makes sense to not market your house just to get it to unload it I mean I, maybe I understand in certain scenarios you want to get rid of your house quickly but I feel like if you price it right it's gonna move quickly yeah, it anyways will. right Absolutely, so I mean how do, I mean, Monica, what do you think about these companies kind of trying to cut out the real estate agent because that's really what this is
1: yeah, I'm, this should be interesting, how it pans out and how the business actually um, moves forth. Um, you know, I understand the consumer wants to save money, not have to pay a real estate commission, but mm-hmm. I really do feel this will be you know a disservice to a seller or somebody trying to sell their home because I mean, what kind of marketing, what kind of incentive? Um, are they really going to have besides getting the mortgage? I mean, it's not going to really draw multiple offers. It's not going to really Well, it's not. It. They, they literally. I mean, they're just buying it. They're just buying right. it. Right. So how, who's determining the value? They I are. Mean, I mean. They're,
2: they're giving you like a, a take our, it or leave it. Right. right yeah. Here's a exactly. guaranteed price. Can you live with it? So right. it probably appeals to people with a lot of equity who don't want to deal with anything. Right. But Perfect. Buy it. You I know? think it'll
1: end up costing them, you know, the seller the, the oh, yeah. is going to lose money on this. They're Definitely. Really not
0: gonna, it's you know, going to cost them for sure because it's like... Uh, like pawning a rolex sure right if you pawn a rolex that that pawn shop isn't going to pay what they're going to sell it for same thing you're pawning yeah. your house or a car right
2: it's like trading it in yeah well I mean. except you can't really use that to buy, get a deal on a new home right you take your car to the dealership well i could sell it for 20 grand but the dealership's going to give you 16 just because you don't have to deal with the headache yeah. they're going to buy it in your head you might be like man check engine lights on, I just turned it off before you drove to the dealership, and no matter what, they're gonna buy it, right? They're good with it, so. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's a business, so I mean, this company is going to sell you on on a great price, but I mean, in all reality, just like a car dealer, if you sell it yourself, you'll make a little bit more. If you go to the dealer, you're gonna lose a few thousand, same concept.
2: Yeah, I think for this to be successful, I'm I'm sure that their margin is built on volume, right? I mean, obviously, to buy a house for less, You know, with a certain sale, they're not going to, I don't know what the fees would look like, but I'm assuming they have to do a lot of business to be successful. So with the market, like you guys were saying, you know, you list a home, it moves fast. This is like maybe a good time or a good uh, proposition when the market gets desperate for sellers for some reason, which I don't really see. Or if
0: if like my furnace is going, my roof is gone, and I've got a hole in my floor, (laughs) I'll sell it to you yeah. or whatever you <laughs> yeah. are, right? Sure. All right? Maybe that might be the other side of it, but I just don't see this as being, or as doing the seller justice. You know, I believe in the real estate agent. I believe in the their good ones, right? There's a lot of bad agents. Yeah. Don't be wrong. I mean no offense to any agents out there but like 90% of you aren't great you know yeah, and it,
1: i'm assuming so if if you're going to be um you know they're going to purchase the house from you then whoever's buying it is also going to have to use them as a lender which also is a disservice because you really want to shop around and, and get the best pricing so you're it's kind of like a catch 22 right you're, you're really stuck. putting you're
0: you're, you're pigeonholing you, yourself into like a weird situation right not a fan of this not a fan of loan depot not a fan of offerpad and not a fan of open door yeah i'm putting that on record I agree. How does that feel? Get them. I'm getting after we it. We shall
1: see what happens and how the service level is going to be. and, and how. to be horrible.
0: Out, yeah. It's going to be absolutely <laughs> horrible. I'm telling you right now, it's to be horrible.
2: Nobody wants to use OfferPad to sell their house. I mean, maybe maybe some Unless else. you got, I mean, it's like the car with, you know, hey, my tires are bald.
1: Brakes are gone. Yeah. Transmission. I'm
2: telling you, in, if I have right? a hole in my roof. I will sell it to you at Offerpad and give me whatever you're going <laughs> to Yeah, there's me. no
1: guarantee, you know, I mean, it's...
2: Yeah, there's disclosures. Well, we'll do an inspection and then, you know, adjust there's the price accordingly, blah, 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 I'm sure.
1: Sounds too good to be true. There's a hidden agenda. Of some yeah.
0: Sort. Good call. Good call. You guys ready? Yeah. You guys ready for fact or fiction? Oh gosh, let's do it. <laughs> we are doing fact or fiction. And Monica, you are the contestant.
1: <laughs> Wonderful.
0: All right. Uh, Sal, do you want to start with the first question? You want to host the facts or fiction? Factor fiction. I I think you should. Okay, do good
2: Yeah, we'll we'll all have our input. So, first factor fiction question is: You need PMI if you put less than twenty percent down. Factor fiction. Fiction. Yeah. So. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this is our first go around. Uh, So yeah, no, that's true. So you do not need to pay monthly PMI if you put less than uh, twenty percent down. Uh, there's a lot of programs out there even with the 1% down program you can avoid paying PMI typically by taking a little bit of a higher rate to offset that. So
1: And a lot of buyers do not know that. Nobody knows. Nobody I mean it's knows crazy. A, why 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 put it into your house? I mean millennials, you know, 30-year-olds, you're going to move every 5 to 7 years. Put that 20% or that difference into an investment where you're going to be able to capitalize, you know, get yeah. more of a return on Look, it. Look,
0: if if I and, I and I I believe this, if you've got oodles of money, go ahead put 20% down, why not? Most people don't have oodles of money, I and mean, then you should probably save some of that money for any expenses, because once your money is in your equity, it's locked away. It's, it's in a safe deposit box that you can't touch until you refinance or sell the house. So uh, I just, I want, I, you know, I, I kind of messed up. I wanted to do this. So this is for you, Sal. You, go ahead, go ahead with the next question. Okay. <laughs> All
2: right. <laughs> question two. Making biweekly payments is the same as making one extra payment a year. Fact or fiction? Fact or fiction, Monica? Fiction. Fact. Fact. You are
0: wrong, Monica. You are are one out of two. (laughs) It's all right. Most people don't know that. So let's pause this. So basically, yes, all it is is making one extra payment a year. And people have this like thing where they're like, "I want to do bi-weekly payments. Here's what happens. So when you go ahead and set that up, there's a fee to set that up. I'm of the mindset that you should just do it on your own. Make one extra payment a year if you have a thirty year mortgage, you paid off in twenty two years. it's that it's that much of a difference by making one extra payment a year. So if you have the extra funds, put some extra towards the house. It's like putting it away in the bank and and having, you know l- paying less interest over time or, on your home
2: or make the extra payment by making bi-weekly payments, okay? So, most people are paid bi weekly and they don't really realize, right, if that money comes out of their check every time they get paid, right, you wouldn't even realize that you are making an extra payment because there's fifty two weeks in a year, right? So you make actually twenty six payments as opposed to twelve full ones. So that those extra two payments adds up to the extra payment.
0: Right. You can either get it regimented where you 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 have someone force you to do it, or you can just do it on your own. Just do it on your own, in my opinion, because you got to pay a fee, but you could do it either way. Yeah. Okay. All right, next question.
2: That's you, sir. <laughs> rates move every day, sometimes moving multiple times in a day. Fact or fiction? No, fact. Fact! I got fact! One right, yeah. <laughs> so interest rates follow the, uh, the market. So, you know, sometimes the rates that come out at, you know, 9 in the morning are different than the ones at 4 p.m. at the end of the day. And the reason this is important for people is that, you have to, when shopping
0: for a rate, understand that unless you're going to shop for a rate all on the same day, you're, you're not really comparing apples to apples because rates move daily, uh, sometimes multiple times a day. So be careful, because if you talk to me today and you talk to somebody else a week from now, totally different ball game, right? Monica.
1: Yeah, and you know, every I'm sure everyone asks you, what's the rate? What's the rate? So I mean, it's a case by case basis. So yeah. you Can't really uh, determine. And if you're getting yeah. a
0: pre approval, I always overestimate the rate, just so everybody knows. And the reason I do that is I want to be able to qualify you at a higher rate to make sure Hot that everything. What's going on in here? Huh? Jesus, <laughs> everybody, David Hall in the house God taking a picture of us today. On. Oh yeah. Yeah. A time yeah. Right here. yeah. All right, I we're like that. we're good with that. We're not even done yet. What are you doing? Are I'm you looking taking looking selfies? Not. I mean, we got two minutes left, bro. I know you're
2: just gonna get it done. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Classic D Hall selfie. I mean, it's that's very uh, pretty good. I mean, you're you're yeah, a good, like, su- you're pretty good at selfies. You we're pl- we're way playing way a, we're playing a game right now. What's the game? Factor, fact or Factor fiction. fiction? I'm
2: the guinea oh, pig okay. for this Starting one. Around. Monica. <laughs> okay. <that's good. laughs> Question <Thank you laughs> four. Monica, because Not a lot of people have got the guts to come into this studio and take these two on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I they're great. It's a good time. Is, <laughs> their play time. Get get close. Get out of here.
0: Get out here. Great to see you, Monica. You too. She's a great agent. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next question.
2: When buying a home, all you need is your down payment. Fact or fiction?
1: Fiction. Fiction, yes! I hope I didn't answer that wrong. That would no. have been terrible. <laughs> <laughs> got it right,
0: yes. You need more than just your down payment. You, needs a, you need basically, if you're going to escrow, a year's worth of taxes, a year's worth of insurance, and you're going to have closing costs about $2,000 to $3,000, right? Um, that includes you know title work, appraisals, all that. So the reality is, if you think you're just going to the table with just your uh, down payment, it's wrong. Unless you get some seller concessions and you can negotiate that. Seller concessions are where the seller agrees to pay some of your closing costs, correct? And that was that's where you come in to try to negotiate that.
1: Absolutely. And then also you want to budget for um, home improvements down the road. You know, if you're if you have an older air conditioning unit, yes. you know, I mean, the home isn't going to stay as immaculate as it is when you're buying it. So you have to budget for the future so you don't have any surprises.
0: Yeah. Yes. That's good. All right.
2: When refinancing, you need to save 2% on your rate for it to make sense. Fact or fiction? 2% on your rate.
1: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say fiction. Yeah. Yes! That's pretty good. Well, thank you. You only got one round. Oh, gosh. I passed, right? You passed. Yes. Yeah.
2: I mean, if you're doing a refinance and you're going to end up saving 2% on your rate, chances are you could not refinance before or you were just completely oblivious to the fact that you could have saved a ton of money because the last time rates were two percent above where they are now when was that i don't know and, i mean that's 2008. yeah before i was in like, the business i think
0: this so, is the- this was an old old rule of thumb when homes were like 30 40 50 thousand uh and the difference in savings was minimal and the cost of it was higher
2: right right or when rates were 13 14 15 percent and the rates were falling it's right. like okay well don't do it unless you're going to save two percent well now it's Hey, we did your loan at you know four point eight seven five. I can put it to four and a half, yeah, four and a quarter, and you're gonna save ten grand when you sell your house in ten years. Does that sound good? Yeah, yeah. At a cost of what, two grand? Not only that, it's like if you have a four hundred thousand
0: dollar mortgage, a quarter percent in rate is quite a bit in savings. It could be a hundred dollars a month, right? I'm just guessing off the top of my head, yeah. but um, which if your costs are a thousand, it's all about how what's the investment to do the deal. What's my recoup time? And does it make sense within the yeah, time frame? Yeah, it has to make sense. Yeah, yeah, it has to make sense. Every situation is different. So don't assume that 2% is the rule. It's an old wives' tale, in my opinion. We hear it all the time. But like, do not get stuck on that. 1% of interest on $500,000 is quite a bit of money.
2: Yeah, right? Absolutely.
0: And that's it. Wonderful. You did, you well, did really so. well. Oh, thank I'm you. I'm really proud of you. Appreciate You've it. You've been great on the show. Thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> Mo- Monica, why don't you tell everybody how they can get a hold of you?
1: Um, you can call me, 734-718-7377. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Realtor Monica Iskra, or email me at Monica, M-O-N-I-C-A, Iskra, I-S-K-R-A, at kw.com.
0: Give your number one more time.
1: My number, again, is 734 Seven, three, seven,
0: seven. Hey, by the way, Bitcoin's over 11K.
1: I wish I would have bought that one. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, it's still there. I mean, you, it's still there. You can buy it.
1: I remember like years back. I'm like, oh, that's never going to happen. And yeah, yeah. Not never worse. say never. Right.
2: <laughs> love you guys. Yeah. Love you too, Paul.
1: Love you guys too. <laughs>